0: From the Summer Skate Studios. This is a Desert Classic special edition of Behind the Masks College Hockey West Weekly. Brought to you by NCHC.TV. Subscribe to NCHC.TV to watch the best in college hockey since 2013. Behind the Mask, on ice or in line, Behind the Masks Three Valley locations, or BehindtheMask.com is the place for all of your hockey needs. College Hockey, Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. Summer Skates. See summerskates.com to customize any pair of shower shoes or koozies for yourself or your team. And by Toyota. See the dealers that support hockey in your community for your next car. Peterson Toyota in Colorado Springs, Desert Toyota in Tucson, Finlay Toyota in Las Vegas, and Toyota of the Desert in Cathedral City, California. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein.
1: All right. Well, welcome in hockey fans to another episode, a very special episode of College Hockey West Live on a Thursday night. Scott Strandy with you tonight from uh, beautiful Harris Resort Casino in Maricopa, Arizona, about 25 or 30 miles south of Mullet Arena. We're starting tomorrow at 3.30 p.m. We are going to see some really, really exciting hockey action, um, or at least I will. Paul Hornstein, my longtime co-host, he'll be uh, resting with the servants waiting on him at that palatial estate on Long Island, New York.
0: Paul, how are you tonight? Um, uh, I'm waiting for these so-called servants to show up. Let they haven't shown when, up yet. Um, I don't. Uh, I I don't know why you continually confuse me with you <laughs> and your uh, royalness and you know the, the rose, pe- you know the pe- rose petals that you get your feet. I, oh yeah, I don't know something what, like that.
1: Yeah, I don't know what the heck you're
0: talking.
1: About. Uh, Anyway, um. This is a special uh, episode, Saturday afternoon at uh, 1 p.m. Mountain Time and uh, Sunday or Saturday night at 10 p.m. Um, Mountain Time. We will do two more, uh, highlighting the four teams that are playing a, a major role in uh, trying to win the Desert Classic, which returns for Arizona State to the new Mullet Arena this weekend, um, Today, I had a chance to visit with uh, three of the four coaches, visited with Coach Powers on Tuesday at his regular media, and uh, ran into an uh, Olympic gold medalist. Can you believe that, Paul? Um,
0: sure, why not?
1: I mean... <laughs> Hang, hanging around Mullet Arena wearing a, uh, a BU t-shirt right. and uh, was Mr. Mike Arruzzioni, the captain well, of the 1980 gold medal Olympic uh, hockey team.
0: Well, he works for BU too. And, you know, why? He's, you know, I mean, we say it kind of jokingly, but he is responsible for that building being there. He's responsible for a lot of buildings being places.
1: <laughs> when you think about it, he's, uh, I mean, it all goes a hand. back to that, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, it really does. It really does. Uh, so anyway, hopefully I get to catch up with him and get a chance to visit. Maybe on Saturday's show, uh, I can play a little clip or maybe better yet. I can kind of twist his arm and get him to sit with me at Mullet arena. And, uh, and you can chat with him as well.
0: Um, that would be unbelievable. That would, <laughs> uh, we would have to stop doing the show after that because what else you, what are you going to get that's better than that?
1: Uh, yeah, I don't know, but, uh, I got some really good coaches this week. Uh, There's four historic programs, and I call them all historic. Uh, ASU, the youngest of them, but uh, Michigan Tech, BU, and Air Force. And uh, boy, I couldn't have had four different coaches (laughs) to visit with, from Frank Saratori to Jay Pandolfo to to, uh, Joe Sean to uh, Greg Powers. But, uh, man, it was a lot of fun. I just can't wait to see these teams on the ice. They are all so into it, that it means so much for every one of their programs. They're all a little beat up. Um, Frank, Frank today, uh, just went out of his way and completely gave me a, a health report on his goaltender. Really? <laughs> he went beyond, beyond the old, uh, lower body, upper body thing. He spelled it well, out all the way to the
0: MRI. <laughs> well, guy, Blessing's got to be frustrated, right? I mean, yeah, he he's just it, a few it, miles from his home in Chandler. Yeah, and exactly. can't play. I mean, you know, he was hurt last year. Uh, and I know, you know, and this, you know, he granted he was uh, playing behind Alex Schilling, but you know, he did get some chances and he got hurt. Um, and and this year, this is the second time now he's been out. Um, and well, like I said, uh, we'll,
1: we'll get into the details on that. Um, <laughs> when, uh, when we get to that section of the, uh, uh, of the show, that'll be the, the last piece, by the way, with uh, Frank territory. So here's what I want to do. I want to break this down. I'll tell everybody what the, uh, what the game plan is. And then we'll, uh, we'll hear from the coaches and then I want to get your opinion on what you think of each team. I kind of have my opinion as well. So we're going to start with Arizona state. Then we're going to go to, uh, uh, Michigan tech who they'll be facing off against each other at, uh, 7. PM on, uh, Friday, the three thirty game will feature. Oh, that would be that would and be then every
0: clock Eastern, by the way. Yeah. Okay. Nice job. And five thirty Eastern.
1: Uh, can I tell you how screwed up I am? I drove 250 Whatever. miles to, uh, To Palm Springs yesterday, uh, lost an hour because they are on Pacific time, uh, managed to get everything accomplished and then drove back to Arizona today, which is on mountain time. And my head is spinning. I'm trying to put these times together and somehow, some way I got to all four coaches and I turned my microphone on for all four interviews.
0: Well, that's a start. Are you,
1: are you pleased? Are you pleased with me?
0: Well, like I said, that's a start, but if you think that's what makes you crazy, <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah.
1: Okay, so let's do this. Uh, you think about, you listen, and then think about what you want to talk about with Arizona State for the first 15 minutes of the show, and then we'll go on to Tech, we'll go on to BU, and we'll go on to Air Force. But first, let's hear from Greg Powers and my uh, my short four-minute visit with the coach on Tuesday. Hockey fans, it's Desert Hockey Classic Week here at uh, Mullet Arena. I've got powers
2: from the Arizona State Sun Devils coach. Uh, a big win Saturday night. I called it a gutty win. I think you did too, right? Yeah, it was really gutty. I mean, shorthanded, you know, going into it majorly. And then, then we lose, you know, the guy that was probably our best player the night before in the first period, Como. So the way the guys gutted that out and they, they managed the game and they, it was just a gritty win. It was really good. Okay, so now we're back. Uh, This is the Desert
1: Classic back again uh, where it should be right here at Mullet Arena. Four great teams. Let's uh, let's start first with uh, BU since they're the highest ranked team coming in.
2: Um, Your thoughts on them? Incredibly talented. uh, Really well coached. Jay's done a great job with them this year. Um, So we're excited to have them another historic program that hopefully we get to play this weekend. Um, you know, we obviously will play them in Game Two if if uh, if it all works out both ways. But uh, um, really good team. Just just there's no holes. They got great goaltending. They have really deep decor um, and they're four lines deep. So they're they're going to be tough. Okay, then you got Air Force, which is going to be their first opponent. Uh, the Territorial team is down a little bit, but never out. Oh yeah, they always play hard. They always seem to get up for, for weekends like this, and Frank does a really good job getting them up. Look at the success they've had in NCAA tournaments. Um, they'll be ready to go. You know that they have character in that room.
1: You guys get the Huskies first round. Uh, you get the uh, the, the – I'm calling
2: it the rivalry from I don't know where because I don't know where it came from, but it's rivalry, and it really is, isn't it? Well, it might have been the fact that Joey and I scrapped on the ice after a game there. So, uh, But – that's probably where you get it from. But we've played them a lot. We've had great games against them. It's always really close. We played them up in Vegas for for Ice Vegas and beat them up there. Um, you know, we split with them at Michigan Tech. We split with them at Oceanside uh, two year or three years ago. The the year that the tournament got canceled at COVID. So it's uh, it's always a really good game with these guys, and it'll be a good game Friday. When you set up the four teams for this, do you look to pull in uh, teams from different conferences, different places, or? basically who's available it's it's a little bit of both you try to first thing you try to do is make sure that that you know you have a team from every conference so they don't they don't uh, have to play each other again because you know it's a more attractive situation for them to come in and play a team that's not already on their schedule so um you know sometimes you got to pull what's available I mean we've had some really good fields for this the last one was when we played was four top 10 teams all four of us were top 10 with us Clarkson Duluth and Mankato and this is another really good field what do you have to do this weekend to first get
1: by Friday night, and then how will you prepare for Saturday night, win, lose, or drop? we
2: just got to be ready to work like we were last Saturday. We were not ready to work Friday. We were soft. We were not good. We were not engaged, and, and the guys really proud of them flipped the script in every way on Saturday, and we're what we needed to be, we were, you know, more blue-collar and, and, and uh, doing whatever it took to, to get a win. And that's what we're going to have to do because Michigan Tech, because they're one of the hardest-working teams in the country.
1: Is it different and... Uh more difficult or not really to have to prepare for two different teams or maybe
2: three different teams? I think for us, it's, it's probably more normal than, than other teams. Like maybe not back-to-back nights, but, uh, you know, we, we prepare for a different team every week where, you know, if you're in a league, you know, how teams play and you're playing them multiple times. So, um, for us, it's, it's, it's probably a little bit easier. Um, so hopefully we can use that to our advantage. All right. Final one for you. Um, injury front, Getting anybody back, anybody leaving. Uh it's, it is what it is. You know, it's next man up. We're pretty thin right now. Um, I don't know if anybody will be back. Um, so you know, it is what it is. We 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 found a way to BPC BC shorthanded and we lost uh Como, like I said, in the first period and still found a way. So so the guys can get it done.
1: Coach,
2: appreciate your time. Good luck this weekend. Thanks so much.
1: All right. So that was uh, the word from Coach Powers of the Arizona State Sun Devils. On Tuesday, as he prepared his team uh for a friday night seven p m matchup against michigan tech um paul, your thoughts on uh on coach powers and and what he's expecting uh from this weekend
0: well it, listen i mean you just have to play game right i mean boy, oh, like I didn't even realize I was quoting miracle at that for that for that particular uh comment there um <laughs> I'm a little Michael Rizzioni
1: yeah. is uh is, is rubbing off on you.
0: Yeah, it just it just kind of slipped out. Um, well listen, you know their depth has been challenged all, you know, for the last 6 to 8 weeks. Um they have, you know, been up and down like really um a, a few of the teams in this tournament um at least recently. Um, you know, they have to bring it, and, and, and they know it. Um, they don't have much margin for error if they want to play into March. At least not this year.
1: Yeah, um, I, I think we both agree it's maybe one or two losses is about all they can have down the stretch, and they have to be um, it, it, it's such a thing as a quality loss. I don't think they can have a, a soft no, you, loss uh, you, no, you're, at this you're, point.
0: No you, you have to, you, no, you have to. Like I said, you have nine to ten games with teams that are ahead of you in the pairwise Go, so, time to move. Time. To okay, move. so let's uh, let's quickly cap.
1: Everybody that listens to the show knows uh, how we talk about the the seven teams that are in our uh, coverage area. Two of these four teams will be in our right. coverage area, obviously with Air Force and, and Arizona State. But so we don't need to beleaguer the point too much. But uh, strength. And uh, overall thought on Arizona State, I'll go first. Strength definitely in gold. TJ Sempton felt to some today. Um, he, uh, he's the different He's the guy that can uh, make or break the, uh, the game, a game, any game for Arizona State. Uh, weakness, obviously that depth. Um, you can't continue to roll. Uh, with just a couple of lines and expect that you're going to be able to compete with, with teams like BU and Air Force and Michigan Tech, so uh, or any team, basically, in college hockey. Um, what do I expect this weekend? I expect a really good match with Michigan uh, Tech, a really good game, I should say. And uh, I think Arizona State will uh, somehow, someway pull it out, uh, call it home ice, do whatever you want to call it. But I think they will get the win, and uh, I think move on to a quote-unquote Championship game on Saturday. Paul, your thoughts?
0: Well, I, I think that, you know, ASU's gotta get some scoring from people other than, you know, their 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 top line. Uh because Michigan Tech is gonna get that. That's that's part of what they do. You know, they their their scoring basically goes eight or nine deep. Which means your 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 you know your third and fourth line players have to get the job done, and you know if you get that secondary scoring, you has a good chance to win. If they don't, then okay. It's so pretty hard.
1: so you agree with me on the strength? It's T.J. Sampson, felter That's the best. Well, that's that's of that always hockey
0: team. that's that's he's been their best player all year. I don't expect it really to be any different this weekend.
1: Okay. Um, your thoughts, prediction-wise? Are they going to pull it out? Are they going to get the win over Michigan Tech? I think they'll play at 7 o'clock mountain time on, <laughs> on Saturday. <laughs> okay. Uh, we're going to jump on to their competition in the opening round. Uh, the Michigan Tech Huskies, who have been in Arizona for about a week and a half. <laughs> Coach, uh, wow. Coach Joe Sean. Uh, and, and by the way, I asked him, I said, you know, your name is spelled S-H-A-W-H-A-N is it Shahan or Sean? And he goes, no, it's just Sean. He goes, I don't know where the H and the A came from, but it's just Sean. <laughs> so, so I said, okay, uh, Coach Sean, let's have a little visit. Let's, uh, let's find out what your team is all about. And, um, and, and we'll go from there. So um, let's, uh, let's take a listen to my uh, about seven and a half minutes of conversation with the head coach from Michigan Tech, Joe Sean. Welcome in, hockey fans. It's Desert Classic Week. Uh, I've got the head coach from Michigan Tech. I've got Joe Sean with me. Um,
3: Joe, first of all, welcome to the desert again. Yeah, we, we, we enjoy coming here, obviously. And it's a great time of year for us to be here. And um, I think we're a good draw. And, and uh, we're looking forward to doing this in the future as well. A little different than Oceanside last time you were here. Uh, you got a little different digs now. But first of all, what do you think of Mullet Arena? I love it. It's a beautiful, beautiful uh uh, venue. It's an absolutely beautiful venue for college hockey and obviously for for pro hockey as well. But I, um, Greg Powers, took me through and, and showed me his locker room and things today and their setup and and uh, they they did it the right way. They thought of everything they needed to think of and and. Uh, you know, we re, we just redid ours. There's a tremendous amount of similarities between the two. We love our we we love our locker room as well. So um, obviously, the accommodations here for the visiting team is is great because it's an NHL right. um, visitors locker room and things like that. So everything has been fantastic. We've been here for for about a week and uh, came right from Detroit from the Gli to here okay. instead of traveling back up north and trying to gauge the weather and things. So um, it's been a it's been a good uh, group experience for us. And and again, it's always. Uh, it's always a hospitable place for us to come.
1: Okay, you got four teams playing here. You got yourself. Uh, you'll get Arizona State first, uh, first game, and then you'll get uh, the winner or loser, or depending on how it works out, with Boston U and Air Force. What do you think of the field? What's your overall thought of the field right now?
3: Well, I think it's a. I think it's a great field. For, um, I know Frank Sertori always does a great job. At uh, as is his brother Tommy. As does Ernie right. um, at Bemidji. But th- those guys are, are top level coaches. They do a great job. Um, they get every time they get themselves into a situation where they're in a national tournament or things like that. They do. They surprise somebody all the time. They're they're. Teams are always prepared, so Air Force is a is always a top-level team to play against. Obviously, BU is a highly ranked team, and and uh, you know they bring a big big brass. You know ensemble with them and they're you know they're they it's going to be good for somebody to come out of here playing them if anybody can have success against them because they're going to be good uh pairwise points and then um obviously i, I like arizona state i think they've done a really good job they're uh kind of in i would say and i don't know if it's by design i, I would kind of say they're kind of a transfer portal team right. i don't know anybody that benefits from the transfer portal more than they do and obviously when you you know <laughs> Obviously, when you look down here, if guys have a chance to come play down here, there's a there's a lot of amenities that uh, that can be enticing. So they do a great job. They have ex- exceptional talent. I think Greg has done a, a tremendous job in building this program and coaching this program. You can see a lot of things that that they do creatively with their group. And, and I'm looking forward to seeing them tomorrow night um, playing against them because I, I they're they're, they're going to. I mean, we, we're going to have to be our very best to to be in the hockey game with them.
1: Tell me about the 22, 23 version of the uh, Michigan Tech Huskies. So what's your identity? And are you happy with where
3: you're at right now? Well, I'm thrilled with where we're at. We were, uh, you know, we, we we had some some players sign um, professional contracts that, that could have come back but got very nice deals. Um, but with the COVID, they could have come back and, and we're looking to. That's the pass, uh, but but what that did is that brought us to that returned us from going to potentially the most goals in our league, returning, which is usually a, a very good predictor of where you'll finish, to the fewest goals in our league returning. So we returned this year the fewest goals of any team in in our league in the CCHA. So that sets you up usually for a, a bottom a bottom finish in the league. Right. Um, now we weren't picked to finish near the bottom. I, I give that I think probably a lot of that's due to our goaltender and things like that, but. Um, but our guys have been absolutely incredible, and right now I think we're sitting going into the second half tied for first, and uh, and that's that's completely on our group. That's that there's been no magic, <coughs> coaching or anything like that. Our group has been absolutely incredible. Um, I do think that uh, our our new staff is with uh, with Tyler Schloss and Jordy Murray have done a really good job in in relating to to our to our young team. But um, I give guys a ton of credit. A lot of guys are doing a lot of things that they've never. Um, been put in a, been allowed to be put in a position before because we we've been so good. Um, and they've really answered answered the call. So to me, every game has its own identity. I'm not counting points. I'm not looking to opponents. I'm not watching standings. I'm just uh, every game, my focus this year has been trying to go into it and figure out a way to give us the best chance to be in the game at the end. And, and our guys have done a really good job of, of finding ways to come up with points in those games.
1: Okay, so let me ask you this. Uh, for the fans that are going to be watching this weekend, what are, what are they going to know or how are they going to know that Michigan Tech is playing Michigan Tech hockey?
3: Well, we're hard to play against. You know, if we're, if we're not giving up a, a lot of opportunities um, and we're transitioning the puck decent. Um, that's, that's what you'll see. We're, we're not, uh, I wouldn't say that we're dynamic o- offensively. I'd say, uh, where we have been in the past, but I'd say we're a little bit more opportunistic offensively. Our power play is anemic. I mean, I'm just gonna say our power play is not, hasn't been good, although we did get two power play goals against Michigan State in the gli uh, at the gli in that win um but our power plays hasn't been good and that's kind of a telltale of our team um but our penalty kill's been very good which is the hard-working side of the of the game so i you know i think that we're a hard-working team that if we're competing hard and, and winning battles and not giving zone time and possession time that uh that it'll be a good hockey game and if not if if we're not staying on the right side of our checks <clears throat> Excuse me, and, and and Arizona's able to climb above us, and and have time and space to make plays in the offensive zone. The cylinders and master and Arties, or I mean, some of these, they'll make plays, and and they can make our they can make a very long night for us. So, I think we'll know relatively early, because um, that seems to be the mo with our team. If like if we if we're in it early, we're usually pretty good, and and if we're playing very poorly, we don't usually find it. But there's been very few of those games this year.
1: All right. Final one for you. You got uh, the weekend here. It's the kickoff really to the second half of the season. You got a stretch run. You got your conference tournament, NCAA tournament. Um, how are you health wise right now? Because time of year, you know, you talk to Coach Powers and he'll tell you he's pretty thin. Uh, other teams are pretty thin. I know Air Force is missing the goaltender.
3: How are you guys? beat up yeah, <laughs> we're okay. beat up i mean we played uh we've lost more man games this year to injury i mean it's the craziest thing yeah. we've lost more man games this year to injury than we've than we've lost i think in my not other eight years combined right. in 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 totality uh, you know games are games here i mean we get guys hurt in practice we get guys hurt in games we've had some of our top players out for extended periods of time so again we just get the lineup on uh, who's available on any because been and there's been so many surprises where uh, it'll be a Friday or Thursday we're getting ready to set the lineup and and well this you know he can't go he can't go you know so uh it'll be we'll see when we get to when we get to tomorrow morning um what we have but we're we're a beat up team we'll, we have guys that are I mean we have several guys that aren't here because they aren't able to play because of injury and we have some others that we're hoping that uh you know in time their their day-to-day type things that they've been out for a month or so or five weeks that we'll see if they're able to play or not we'll we'll get our, our, our report from the trainers to later today
1: joe appreciate your time good luck this weekend all right that's uh joe sean the head coach from michigan tech paul you haven't heard that before so uh, kind of lengthy. I don't know how much you could gather out of it in a short period of time, but just your thoughts on Michigan Tech.
0: Well, I I, I gather this. Um, I I think uh, now the records are different, but when you look at it and you just kind of quickly take a look at some of the things that he said, um, the, the 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 outlying numbers are 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 pretty similar. The goals against is pretty similar. The save percentage is pretty similar. The penalty kill numbers are 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 similar. So the one big giant check mark that ASU has is ASU is twelfth in the nation in scoring power play goals. And as the coach said, Michigan Tech uh, is not quite that high. Uh, you know they are uh, a lot closer to. The bottom, uh, in the bottom half, uh, their penalty, their 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 power play is 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 about sixteen percent for the season, while ASU is at twenty two. Now that's you know uh, that that's a big difference right there. You know ASU's in the top half, and and Michigan Tech is down at the bottom. But like I said, the penalty kill numbers are pretty similar. You know, and- Yeah, and I, I
1: think, you know, Paul, I think what I gathered today from, I just watched the, the tail end of their practice, uh, but I think from what Coach Sean said uh, was that they, um, they're they a hard-working team, and you'd expect that their penalty kill would be good when they're a hard-working team. They're hard to play against. I heard that uh from him, but also from Frank Saratori today about being hard to play against, and uh I don't know if, if that fits the mold that Arizona State wants to uh, basically take on, well, I mean, I don't know, they don't have a choice, but um, that that can be difficult. It can be grinding. It can it can sometimes work yourself into penalties. Um, but I think the strength of this uh, Michigan Tech team is definitely that hardworking attitude. I mean, they're going to come with the lunch pail and
0: get it done. Yeah, I mean that's that's what you got to do, right? I mean. Um, you know, partially one of the things is like Coach said they haven't played in two weeks, right? Yeah,
1: enjoying weather in Arizona, kind of like you.
0: Yeah, kind of like me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Whatever. Um. So you know, I'll sit here and and and, and I'll be very interested to see um, how long it takes them to snap out of. Did you somebody say something about lounging by the pool today or something? Is I don't know. Did, some,
1: did somebody lounge by the pool? Well,
0: I don't know. I'm talking about the the Michigan Tech guys. Didn't you say something to me about that this afternoon? No, I,
1: I don't think so. Uh, I just said they've been here for uh, for a week or so oh. uh, enjoying the, uh, the Arizona weather because, quite frankly, they were a little afraid of going back to the UP and trying to get back out again.
0: I'll just leave that right where it is.
1: anyway anyway uh we appreciate uh joe taking some time to visit with us and explain things to us by the way they're in the uh nhl visitors locker room at arizona state in the annex
0: nice yeah so um nice i think
1: he was being extremely kind when he said it's kind of nice to be in an nhl locker room but anyway uh it is what it is
0: right so i mean theoretically
1: yeah, I mean, everything is correct that he said. Uh, so that'll be the 7 o'clock game tomorrow night at Arizona State-Michigan Tech. Uh, before that game at 3.30, uh, Boston University and uh, first-year head coach Jay Pandolfo uh, will take on Air Force. Let's take a quick break, Paul. Let's come back and let's hear from Coach uh, Pandolfo and uh, get his thoughts on uh, BU and, and Arizona and all of those good things as well. We'll be back in just a couple minutes.
2: Whether it's an extra mouth guard, wheels and bearings for your inline skates, or extra rolls of tape for your stick, Behind the Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our three Valley locations or online at BehindTheMask.com. Action, talent, development.
4: NCAA hockey offers all that and its players graduate at a 93% rate. Trevor Zegris. And they score on the lacrosse move. Jake Gensel. Gensel banks it towards the goalie score. McCarr. McCarr. He scores. Stars on campus before the NHL stage. Whether you're a fan or a player, nothing compares to college hockey.
2: Oh, my goodness
4: gracious me. Visit collegehockey.com and follow at college hockey.
0: customizable for your team or with your favorite players name and number summer skates the ultimate hockey players footwear are perfect for players in the desert or even for just wearing around the house head to icetimehockeywest.com and click on the summer skates link to get your personalized koozies and shower shoes today
3: Question? Comment? Let us hear from you on our text message line at 303-943-3772.
1: All right. Welcome back in, hockey fans, to this very special episode of College Hockey West Live. Scott Strandy with you tonight in Maricopa, Arizona, the beautiful Caesars Resort Hotel and Casino in uh Maricopa, Arizona, about 25, 30 miles south of Mullet Arena, where uh, the action will be this weekend. My co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein, joining me from that beautiful palatial estate out on Long Island, New York. Um, Paul, we heard from the combatants of the second game uh, Friday, Arizona State and Michigan Tech. Time to uh, focus in on uh, BU and Air Force. We'll start with BU. Uh, before we dig into that, any thoughts on uh, on uh, that first Uh, Or actually, the second game matchup? You're talking to me? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, I, 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 you said somebody about something and being in a palatial estate. And I just figured you were talking to somebody
1: else. No, that'd be you. Because that's
0: certainly, that'd be
1: you. Uh, And by the way, Rick Zombo is coming your way. So uh, I'll get one more verification
0: of the estate. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. No problem. (laughs) They'll go right past it and wonder, like, what in the. (laughs) heck was he talking about maybe i'll have the bus come by maybe although (laughs) if he wants to stop in where i work he can do that it's a much it's a much faster ride because it comes all the way out here okay no problem
1: okay so arizona state michigan tech uh let's kind of put a bow on that uh that's a seven o'clock game obviously with the home team uh paul what do you what do you expect for for fans you have an idea what's going to happen the students aren't quite back yet uh i know they're hoping to get some back this weekend to, to fill that student section at least but what do we what do we anticipate for uh for attendance at this weekend's games
0: uh, i don't know how i mean you would think that this is probably at least for bu and and in Michigan Tech, this is their booster trip yeah, I saw a
1: lot of b u people wandering around I'm uh, not sure how many were parents and, and and or just boosters, but yeah, I saw a few of them. I haven't seen a lot of tech people, but of course, you know I wasn't really keeping tabs on people in the stands. I was no, more no. focused well, on reaching at, the I mean... coaches but so I was just curious as to what you what you were anticipating. I think it'll be a pretty good crowd to be honest with you
0: well. Listen, you would suspect that the second game, you know, whatever ASU games are in there, that that the crowd will be a little bigger. But um, I don't, like I said, I don't know if I mean Michigan Tech's been out there for a week and a half already. Um, I would imagine, like I said, that that's some kind of booster trip. You know, I assume that most programs operate that way that once or twice a year, uh, especially. You know they they try to have some sort of quote destination game for the big ticket people
1: uh, are you saying Tempe is a destination <laughs> well it's
0: my des- it's where I hope I get to have as a destination but <laughs> well, you can
1: retire once you sell the estate
0: yeah okay yeah um but um i mean that I would you know in January is when you'd want to leave Boston. <laughs> <laughs> and go to tempe or you want to leave or houghton, houghton. <laughs> and, okay and, and go to tempe right. i get it colorado springs a little different but that's geography
1: yeah yeah that's the way it is okay and let's plenty, do and this
0: there's plenty of air force bases
1: yeah they're all over the place Yeah. They're, but there's only one frank territory we'll get to him in just that's a few true. minutes first up jay Pandolfi, the former nhl or the bu head coach a first year head coach uh, and let's uh, get listen to what Jath has planned for uh, game number one tomorrow against the Air Force. Welcome in, hockey fans. It's Desert Classic week. Um, you can see I've got Red, I've got Boston University, i got head coach Jay
5: Pandolfo with me. Coach, first of all, how's the experience so far in Tempe, Arizona? Uh, it's been great. Uh, we actually ended up coming out a few days early, kind of get used to the time change and, and all that, and good time to get out of New England this time of year so it's uh it's been it's been great for our guys so far as we look up in the sky there's some clouds here it's not normal for Arizona but it's winter time
1: so we'll take it um okay so let's talk a little bit first of all your first thoughts of uh, seeing Mullet Arena for the first time and uh, how excited you are to be able to play here and play against three great
5: teams yeah, it's going to be a great experience. A uh, brand new arena. Um, I actually have seen it quite a, quite a bunch um, watching some NHL games. So. Right. Uh, but our, our guys are excited about it. It was uh, the coaches for ASU were nice enough too, to kind of show us the facility, show us the locker room. Uh, it's a great setup. They've done a really nice job out here. And I think it's going to be a great tournament. We've got some great teams. You know, we don't see these teams very often. So I think it's nice for our guys to, to play some different teams and play against some good competition outside of our conference.
1: Your first matchup with the Air Force you know frank's territory you know what he brings his team is up and down a little bit but uh, what do you expect out of the Air Force
5: yeah they, they compete really hard um, you know I don't know if they've had the best year but they they, they really compete hard on pucks uh, they're going to make you earn everything so it's going to be a tough matchup for us tomorrow um, you know when, when you're in a tournament situation like this um, you have to be ready for anything so we got to be ready and prepared for for them to compete and play hard and we have to you know match match their competitiveness
1: our podcast we do a super 16 and we have you guys fourth right now on our ranking so uh, the way you guys are playing right
5: now tell me your style what what makes you you yeah we try to play a, you know a fast game uh, transition game um, we try to you know, we try to defend hard and get going the other way on offense um, we got we have quite a bit of depth up front um, so we try to use that we try to play four lines. Uh, We try to play with speed and, you know, our back end as well. They they really help our offense um, with Finsori and Hudson's and McCarthy's, Gallagher's. These guys get up in the play, and it helps us sustain offensive zone pressure. So that's how we try to play an up-tempo game, and um, I think we've been more competitive as a group this year, and that's the style we like to play. You mentioned Hudson playing with uh, Team USA. Um, Has it been tough not having him for a little while? Yeah, we've been fortunate only not to have him for one game, so so, it's up to this point. Um, We'll see if he can who knows he might he might show up tomorrow and if not tomorrow maybe saturday so um I yeah, he's a big part of our team big part of our offense um another kid that's super competitive um loves the game so yeah we of course he's hard to replace but you know we're fortunate to have some depth and we had some guys step up against harvard and play well so it was uh it's important that other guys um or get some time in the lineup so further down the line you need everyone to win so
2: for people out here
1: in the west uh
5: they may not know a lot about
1: what goes on in hockey east and and out there but you guys are having a really good year your whole conference is playing really really well this year um surprise you as a first year coach
5: it doesn't um you know i was you know last year as associate coach just realized how tough hockey east is every night um you know especially on the weekends where where you play the team back to back it's very difficult to sweep it really is um there's just so much parity. Uh, it's, it's a very competitive league. This year there's a lot of really good teams. So uh, it really doesn't surprise me. I, I, I knew what to expect. So it, it's fun. It keeps it competitive. you get you got to stay ready. And that's the big thing for our group is, is that consistency Because if you have an off night, you, you're going to be on the losing side of it.
1: You've had a career in the NHL. You know what, uh, what it takes at this level. I always try to compare NHL to NCAA. I keep thinking they grow closer and closer every year. Are you seeing that, too, with the, the level of talent that you have?
5: Yeah, I think the talent here. um, You know, there's a lot of these kids. Just if you see it now, I think I think the NHL is maybe it's up to over 30% college NCAA players. So it shows you how good college hockey is. Uh, And you see it too, where guys are stepping right from NCAA and they're they're jumping right into the NHL and they're being productive, not not just you know taking a spot in the lineup. They're they're really good players. So college hockey's come a long way, and it's fun to see. And there's more and more teams coming, and it's getting more and more competitive. All right, final one for you. I'm asking everybody this at Christmas
1: time because the injury bug starts climbing up. How's it been on you guys?
5: We've been very fortunate this year up to this point. We have not had many injuries. Little things that have kept guys out for a couple of games here and there, but we haven't had a stretch where we've had, you know, missing two or three key guys at one time. So that's been good. So knock on wood, that stays that way.
1: All right. Uh, tell the listeners what will be the uh, key to knowing that the Terriers are on their game. Well, If they see something, how will they know you're playing your best?
5: I just think if you see us transitioning the puck fast, if we're not spending a lot of time on our own end, that's when we're good. When we, when we defend hard right away and we get going on the transition, that that's our game. Coach, appreciate your time. Good luck this week and enjoy the desert. Thanks a lot. you.
1: All right, that's head coach from the Boston University Terriers, Jay Pandolfo joining me. If you know the name, uh, former NHLer, played uh, very near Paul Hornstein. Uh, with the New Jersey Devils. So, uh, Paul, your thoughts on uh, Coach uh, Pandolfi's terriers? Well,
0: see the, the 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 you know they've been one of the most consistent teams in college hockey this year. When you look at 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 how things have gone down, and you look at uh, the top teams in college hockey. Uh, you know, they're one of the few teams where you sit there and you're like, yeah, that's the record of a top team. Because once you get past the first eight teams record wise, there's so much. So many teams are just barely either over 500 or under 500, a bunch of ties, Yuck. Um, uh, although it's better than shootouts. Um. <laughs> you know, they've just been one of the more consistent teams in college hockey this year, along with that other maroon and gold team, Quinnipiac and Denver, um, and you know, probably Penn State. You know, it was, it, you know. Oh, they there are you seven. go again, you big homer. Well, whatever. You know, and and kind of fan wise, it's a little hard for me to root against the Terriers. Um, I know my buddy Jeff is a BU guy. I mean, a BC guy. Sorry, Jeff. Ooh, um, ooh, the darts is thrown here. from here. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> right. It wouldn't be the first time he's done it. Um, but you know, the, the guy that kind of drew me into college hockey was a buddy of mine. who's a BU alum. And, you know, when I started following it a little bit more closely before ASU started their program, You know that's who I would, that's who I would you know, uh, not focus on. But you know, I had a little bit of a rooting interest uh, because I would talk to my friend obviously all the time, who's my buddy Jim, who's a BU guy. And so you know, once obviously once ASU came, that was much different. But so you know, it's 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 a program that's you know also the blue blood program and and won a handful of national championships and. Um you know I mean yeah. well let like me you said, tell they've you they've been very
1: consistent. Let me tell you what I took away from it is uh this was the first interview of the four that uh I had a coach tell me I said how will people know when your team is uh on its game and he said just watch for us to transition. Uh they are dynamic, uh very fast, very quick, very skilled all four lines um and they're the healthiest of the four teams without a doubt. Uh, if Lane Hudson gets back here uh, and he's, he kind of hinted that he might show up by Saturday. Yeah. Well, that would be a heck of a trip from Nova Scotia to Tempe, Arizona. So if he shows up, um, I don't know what he could bring on, on Saturday night. uh, You know, having just played seven games and traveled literally halfway around the world. Uh, But anyway, we will, uh, we'll find out. But, uh don't don't sell these guys short at all because well, listen, they are all, extremely
0: talented. Well, they score a lot of goals. They're averaging almost 4 goals a game. All right, uh I would say uh their biggest weakness is their penalty kill.
1: Yeah, I agree with you on that.
0: Um but, you know, shockingly, you might want to stay out of the box against them. Cuz, you know. Yeah.
1: Yeah, their their power play <laughs> is dynamic to yeah, say so. the least. So uh Jay Pandolfo uh, also told me a little bit that uh you know, he really thinks the, the gap between NCAA hockey and professional hockey is narrowing each and every year. Uh with players not only as he said, not only taking on a lineup spot, but actually contributing on NHL teams. So they're they're one of those teams that they can lose guys very quickly. Um, to the NHL. They have lost guys in the past. Uh, So uh, each and every game that they play, I think they take a a little different look at it. Like, these guys want to win as much or more than everybody else, and everybody wants to win. But, you know, it's one of those things, you don't know how long you've got with your teammates at
0: Boston University because they may move on. Well, that's the whole thing, right? I mean, uh, they have a lot of logos next to their names on the lineup card. And it's been that way for a long time. And, you know, that's why they won a lot of national championships.
1: You know, and it doesn't hurt when you have a guy like Mike Arruzzioni as uh, kind of your front man well, <laughs> yeah, promoting promoting your program. So uh, I, I just keep looking at his picture today because uh, he was doing just that. I mean, he was talking to anybody that would listen um, sure. uh, in mullet today. So anyway. Okay, so their opponent, the Air Force Falcons, uh, and, of course, Frank, uh, I'll, I'll get, tell you a little backstory. When he showed up today, um, he introduced me to a friend of his. He goes, yeah, we played way back in uh, in, in last century. <laughs> yeah, well. And I said, did you have skates then? And, <laughs> and then he looked at me, he goes, can we get on with this interview because I'm already <laughs> tired of you. <laughs> well, imagine how I feel. <laughs> I, he said, come on. Where the heck are you from anyway? Brainerd? Brainerd? Whatever. I go, no, I'm not from Brainerd. I said, you know where I'm from. And he said, okay, I'm already sick of you. Let's do the interview and get it done. So, Way to so, go, Frank. You, that's why That's why you the man. It's a way to get set up and, and get it done. So this is the head coach from the Air Force Falcons, Frank Serratori. Listen closely to the breakdown on uh, how he, get, he gives the... Uh, the the total breakdown on his goaltender who will not be playing, Guy Blessing, uh, out with an injury. I've got the Air
4: Force guy here. I got Frank Serretoria with me, Coach. First of all, um, Arizona, what's your thoughts? You know what? Like I just love what's gone on with hockey in the in the last couple of decades, and uh, obviously it started with the NHL. Uh, the migration into the to southern markets but we got players coming from everywhere we're we got usa hockey uh, uh american players we've got them coming from everywhere florida arizona texas california it's cool and uh to see college hockey uh, uh come to to uh tempe arizona and to walk into this state-of-the-art beautiful uh college hockey facility good enough i should say uh good enough for the uh air uh, for the phoenix coyotes arizona coyotes whatever right. they call themselves right now uh to call it home for a year um no it's uh it's exciting um uh, what a great trip
1: okay so you guys get to face bu first uh i know you wanted to play uh, a high quality team all three of them are pretty good but bu is going to be a challenge huh
4: well everybody's a challenge for us right now we uh, we haven't won for a while and uh, we need uh, our fortunes need to change. We need to change them immediately. Uh, you know this is obviously going to create a foundation for us for the second half of the year. We need some to win some games. Like not everybody makes the playoffs in our league. And right now we're sitting in ninth, and ninth is going to end our season early. Um, no more mulligans for this group. To be honest with you, Scott, uh, for all intents and purposes, we are in the playoffs right, now. and uh, the, every game to us uh is a playoff game now this tournament these aren't going to be for league points or anything but are we going to get momentum coming out of here or are we not going to get momentum we need uh uh, this tournament to create a good foundation for us uh going into league play in the second half because we need to win some games uh we need to elevate our status in the in the or or we're going to be on the golf course early
1: I know there's some disappointment over the last weekend with the snowstorm keeping Canisius from getting to you guys, but uh, you'll get that rescheduled. I'm guessing it'll probably be a weekday matchup or something crazy like that, but how disappointing was it so you didn't really get game preparation?
4: Well, the guys back and we were practicing and we were excited about the, the series, but... But uh, those things happen. Hey, it's hockey. We play for the most part in a northern climate. Until we join the Pac-12, um, <laughs> you're going to have issues with. You're going to have issues with snow. And uh, Buffalo had issues. Kanishas couldn't get out. And uh, and those things happen. And uh, uh, they're beyond our control. Uh, it's. ...to get stomach acid over things that you don't control. Uh, we couldn't play the games. Uh, that gave us some extra practice going uh, uh, into this tournament. It is what it is. Uh, we will get those games in on a weekday. Uh, it's going to be a little bit, obviously, it's going to compact our schedule a little bit. Um, but, but that's the way it goes you have to have some flexibility i'll tell you what i'd rather deal with this than what we dealt with a couple years ago with the COVID epidemic
1: yeah yeah absolutely okay so uh you're missing your goaltender uh your starting goaltender i guess and guy blessing coming back home to
4: arizona i'm sure he's really disappointed but how's his condition when do you expect to get him back um, we don't know. Uh, our trainers and doctors are working uh, with uh, his condition, and we're, we're going to try to get him back in shape and and uh, ready to play. It's going to be a matter of if he can play with the pain uh, he's got uh, some tear, uh, a tear and some tendons in his ankle. And uh, to be honest with you, like I just found out, we just got the MRI back yesterday. We're focusing right now on playing these games this weekend. Uh, we've got a game plan moving forward. But uh, uh, to be honest with you, I'm not quite sure. You know, hopefully he will be back, but, but, but I don't know. Uh, right now, uh, we just haven't had uh, time to, to, to really deal with it. Okay, so uh, the rest of the lineup looks pretty
1: solid. I was telling everybody, they were asking me about Air Force. And I said, I really thought you guys were going to come out of the guns faster than you did. And you did. You were scoring. And then all of a sudden, you kind of
4: went into a scoring drought. How do you get it back? Well, first of all, uh, college hockey is is hard. Uh, Everybody's deep. Everybody's old. Uh, The landscape has changed dramatically with the transfer portal, the five-year seniors. you know, the old days where teams would be on a high cycle, then a low cycle because they graduated a bunch of players. That's over with right now. If somebody's on a low cycle and uh, and they need some upperclassmen, they don't. They can go out and recruit upperclassmen to play immediately. In the old days, you had to go out and get uh, freshmen and wait for those freshmen uh, to become sophomores and then to become juniors. It, it was a process. Um, right now, the only teams that are playing by the old rules are Army and Air Force and, and the, the Ivies a little bit, you would say, because they don't have... Uh, 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 grad school. But, uh, yeah, the spec, uh, the, uh, uh, transfer portal to the air force Falcons and the army black knights it, it's a spectator sport. But, uh, so right now, I guess where I'm going with it is, is everybody's good. And you better be at your best every night because you're not catching any teams unless they have injuries. You're not catching any teams on a down cycle. Everybody is good. Everybody's old. Everybody's deep. Uh, and uh, it, for the case in our league, you, we don't have a lot of superstars in the league, but we have a lot of good hockey players. And, uh, you know, you're, we're playing these teams. They're four, they're four lines deep. They got 6D and they got a good goalie. And, uh, and you better be on your game. You better be hitting on all eight cylinders or there's a good chance you're, you're not going to win that game.
1: All right, final one for you. For the uh, hockey fans out west that will be watching this weekend, how will they know when Air Force is playing Air Force hockey?
4: Well, we got to play north and we got to play simple. And uh, that that's how we play. Uh, we can't turn pucks over. Like uh, when we're good, when we're good, we don't beat ourselves. And that's the first thing. Until until we can start beating other teams, beating our opponents with consistency, we first have to learn how not to beat ourselves. Obviously, special teams, goaltending, and uh, puck management are huge. Coach, I appreciate your time. As always, good luck this weekend. Enjoy the desert.
1: All right, that's the head coach from Air Force, Frank Cerritory, the one and only Frank Cerritory. Paul, not a thing that he said surprised you did it.
0: Uh, No, but I'm ready for that Pac-12. Let's go, Anchorage, <laughs> Fairbanks, ASU, <laughs> Air Force.
3: Uh, I laughed so hard. If you let's, go. See the... let's, let's go, baby. Let's go. When
1: you, when you see the video, you'll see the chuckle when he said that. Uh, let's they go. play go. A- in the northern part of the country until there's a Pac-12. <laughs> Let's go. I'm ready right uh, now. Let's go. Uh, I knew that would get you. I was just waiting on that. Nice job listening uh, to get that part of it. But uh, no,
0: How do you not listen to the czar?
1: <laughs> you know, as Frank will tell you, uh, normally you can't talk to his goaltenders, and I didn't get a chance to talk to him today either. Right. But, um, boy, he went into detail on Guy Blessing. I think I'm, I'm ready to perform surgery <sighs> on him or something.
0: Oh, God. What are you gonna do? One handed? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah and, and, he uh and by he got way, those glad Those games with Kinesis are huge.
1: Oh yeah, and, and because, I talked to Dave Toller, the uh the great S I D at, at Air Force and he thinks that uh, the games will definitely be a midweek. Um it's oh, a there's, difficult, there's difficult a situation because none of them have open times. But you're like I told you earlier, absolutely, Air Force does not want to give up two conference games at home.
0: Well, they don't want to give up two conference games at home for the revenue, and that's the team they're going to fight for that last playoffs conference. Yeah,
1: exactly, exactly. So they're going to – and I don't know if you knew that or if he brought that news to you too, but um, they changed the rules. No, they changed the rules in Atlantic this year that – yeah, uh, you're you're either top eight or you're out.
0: Yeah, no, I knew that.
1: Okay, so if you're uh, if you're nine, ten, or eleven, or whatever, uh, you're not you're 11, not even getting a chance to play in the playoffs. No, no. So it's not like uh, what it used to be in the old days where you could play your way in. Nope, not this year. You got to be top eight or you're done. Your season's over. And as Frank says, you're on the golf course early. So, okay. So what does Air Force have to do to compete with a school like BU?
0: Listen, you got to play almost mistake free hockey. You know, I mean, uh, you can't, you know, you can't have neutralized turnovers. You can't turn, when you have a chance to get the puck out of your own end, you have to do it. Uh, You know, simple hockey, like you said, you got to keep, you know, do the little things to not beat yourself.
1: And absolutely no clue from Coach or uh, Dave Toller about. Uh, which goaltender they're going goal with, Mr. Park or Mr. Balboa? Uh, he, yeah, told him, he told them he told to come out, and uh, he would decide uh, after practice this week who gets the knot. Uh, at least on uh, Friday night, so um, we'll find out. It'll be a secret right up until game time for the Air Force Falcons. But you know, one thing with the Air Force, and, and I told you at the start of the year, they have some experience now. They're not old by any stretch but they are experienced over what they went through last year and it's kind of surprising yeah. that they're uh they agree. are where they're at.
0: I would agree with that. I would agree with that. I think we're all surprised that they haven't gotten.
1: And it's uh, kind of the tale of of two first halves of the season if you if you will because they started off some really good hockey, scored a lot of goals, yeah. and uh, got some decent goaltending. And then all of a sudden, they, they they just went dry on the offensive end. They got their their defensive style back a little bit, but but they had nothing uh, offensively to uh the, to rely on. And he, he he you know Dave and and Frank are both telling me off camera that you know there were times when they they they'd allow two goals and lose.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, you, you sit here and and. You look at it, and Air Force has got a big win over CC, which was a big win for them. Um, and they're the only team to have beaten RIT in the league in regulation. So, you know, when when they're on their game, they 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 can play with with anybody. But um, that really has, like I said, that that just they're in a a, a struggle right now. Uh, they're now going to go about a month without playing until tomorrow night or tomorrow well tonight tomorrow night for me tomorrow afternoon for you but um um so this is going to be um a, a big test for them early uh they're not going to ease their way back in to playing for the first time in a month but you know like you said uh, this is it you know you go from here into trying to salvage the rest of your season
1: yeah totally agree with you um it, it's going to be an interesting matchup i think it's going to really come down to goaltending uh on this one if well goaltending and defensive style if, if frank's group can can get really really tight defensively and um uh, try to eliminate a lot of quality scoring chances from bu because you know bu is going to get scoring chances it's uh how many they get quality yeah. that uh might be the difference between this one but uh, if I have to predict, sorry, Frank, I, I think I have to go with, uh, Jay Penfield's, uh, Boston Terriers on this one. And, and I really think it's going to end up being, uh, Arizona state and BU, uh, battling on Saturday night at 7 PM at Mullet arena for the championship of the desert classic. And I think both of those schools, um, really, they all need the wins. But Michigan Tech is in a good spot where they stand in the CCHA, and Frank knows what he has to do. I mean, he's got to uh, get some sweeps and, and move up into the top eight at least uh, so he can play some postseason hockey, and uh, or his team can, I should say. Frank won't be doing it. <laughs> but, uh, but BU and, and Arizona State have a lot on the line, and I think uh, Arizona State's going to look at, if they get the opportunity to play Boston University, that they will look that a lot like playing B.C., playing Denver, playing North Dakota, playing Minnesota, playing Minnesota, Duluth. It's another opportunity to play a really good blue blood program and uh, and try to do some damage.
0: Well, I only know this. I know ASU is playing at 9 o'clock Eastern time on Saturday night.
1: (laughs) Good call. Good call. You just don't know who the opponent is. (laughs) Right. Well, I'm going to be there at uh, 3.30 Mountain Time and 7 p.m. Mountain Time both days. Uh, we will have another podcast for you at 1 p.m. Mountain Time, which is what time, Paul, for you? Uh, that on would Saturday. Be 3 o'clock. Eastern. 3 o'clock for you out there uh, in that palatial estate. Uh, yeah. Kick your feet up. Get a land shark. Get, uh, get comfortable. Uh, get those summer skates on for Saturday. And uh, maybe take a nap. Somewhere along the line, if you can, because uh, 10 p.m. Mountain Time is what time, Paul, for you uh, Eastern Time?
0: That would be midnight.
1: Ah, okay, okay.
0: So you're gonna live for a day. Whatever. It it, it, it is entirely <laughs> possible. I could be asleep by then. Who knows? <laughs> that would be great. Paul on Ambien. <laughs> well, no, the podcast. Do, right, Listen, no, you don't want to. Be, you don't want that. that I can promise you, you do not want that.
1: Uh, you will be awake because I know you, uh, you will be going to your, uh, stream, uh, to see what happens this weekend. And, uh, it'll be easy for you to talk about, uh, on the game. So, so Paul, here's your prediction time. Who wins this whole thing? Oh, I'm sorry. what did you say? I, didn't you. <laughs> I want a prediction. I want to know who's going to win
0: the desert classic 2023. Um, the team that wins both games.
1: <laughs> One of the four in the tournament? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love it. Uh, did you notice that I told Jay Pandelfo that you picked them fourth? I did bowl?
0: notice that. I don't yeah. think he has the slightest idea what the heck he's talking about. Are you talking about? But that's okay. Yeah, he didn't care. He didn't care.
1: He said, we're just, you know, we're terriers. We're the best. We've got Mike Arruzzi as our front man. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, we're in the Coyotes' locker room. So we're, you know, they're.
0: Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Why not?
1: <laughs> okay. Any final words before we get ready for some hockey action and rejoin you all on uh, Saturday at one p.m. Mountain Time, three p.m. Eastern Time, before the games get started on uh, on Saturday to uh, revisit with uh, and review the Friday night games and preview the games uh, once we know the opponents for Saturday.
0: Well, hopefully, I'm awake. <laughs> Take
1: it away, my friend.
0: From the Summer Skate Studios, this has been a Desert Classic special edition of Behind the Masks College Hockey West Weekly. And that has been brought to you by NCHC.tv. Subscribe to NCHC.tv to watch the best in college hockey since 2013. College Hockey Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. Behind the Mask, on ice, or in line. Behind The Mask's Three Valley locations or BehindTheMask.com is all of your hockey needs. Buy Summer Skates. See SummerSkates.com to customize any pair of shower shoes or koozie for your team or yourself. And buy Toyota. See the dealers that support hockey in your community for your next car, used or new. Peterson Toyota in Colorado Springs. No,
1: Peterson, Peterson Toyota is in Fort Collins. Is it? Oh, yeah. well, that means
0: i got to redo this now? Oh, well. <laughs> Sorry about that. Fort Collins. Oh, you should have told me that before. I um,
1: do, but you were already, uh, already yeah. done with the uh, Open. No, so I'm anyway. Redo it. Fort I'm Collins, it. no
0: problem. Fort Collins, yeah. Desert Toyota in Tucson, Finlay Toyota in Las Vegas, and Toyota of the Desert in Cathedral City, California. College Hockey West Weekly, and all of our weekly podcasts are live on the odd app and are available for download wherever you get your podcasts from behind the masks college hockey, West weekly, and all of our podcasts are part of the time, hockey, pod uh, network. Very well done. Now I'm all screwed up. No, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh, I will tell you a big thank you to the SIDs and the head coaches from Arizona state, Michigan tech, Boston university, and of course the air force Academy. Uh, some time so I can visit with their head coaches today. I will put the interviews up now that we have completed the podcast. I'll put them up on our Twitter account uh, at College Hockey W College Hockey West and uh, you can see the reaction of the coaches as I ask them the questions and of course you can see my beautiful face because that was a pleasure. That's what we, work, we look for every <laughs> week. All right. We'll take night with little Roger Klein the Peacemakers De Niro. Make sure you tune in on the uh, Saturday at 1 p.m. Mountain, 3 p.m. Eastern. We might even have some giveaways going on. If you're tuning in and uh, you can respond uh, via the app, the Podbean app, there might be some prizes for you. So uh, that's what we're shooting for. We'll see what happens. All right. We'll say good night. Roger Klein, the Peacemakers, De Niro. Good Good night, everybody.